You're listening to NBS Cast with your host, Rachel Edwards. Welcome back to NBS Cast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm your co-host, Tommy. And today we get to talk to someone else new. This is our second episode in this series, and I'm so excited because we have Casey joining us. Casey, we're so happy you're here. Let's have you introduce yourself so we can get to know you a little better. So if you can tell us your full name, your current job role or title, and when you first started with NBS, that would be great. Hey, thanks, Rachel and Tommy, for inviting me on. It's an honor to be here. Um, I am a little bit Saddened that I was the number two person invited to the, to the podcast. I thought I was definitely going to be number one, but we'll get started somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so my name is Casey Beck, and I'm an IT manager on the Fax SIS team. I started with the Nelnet and the Fax SIS team in August of 2022. Um, so I've been here six, seven, I think seven, almost eight months now. Uh, I keep can give myself some more time just because I want to make sure I be here as long as I can. Um, but, uh, no, I'm honored to be here and I'm super excited for the role and an opportunity to speak with y'all today. So thanks for having me. Yes, of course. We're glad you're here. And you mentioned that you had a few shout outs that you wanted to give. So who are you shouting out on the show today? Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate you bringing that up. It's funny because when I was thinking about this, when you guys invited me on, uh, for me, you know, I look at this opportunity as, as kind of like I put myself in the perspective or the mindset of like a Super Bowl speech, right? So when Patrick Mahomes is giving Super Bowl winning speech, I'm like, Casey, you got to give your Super Bowl winning speech, right? This is my Super Bowl winning speech. So I want to make sure I come up here and acknowledge the folks who really made this possible. And number one, Rachel, thanks for inviting me on. And Tommy, I appreciate you being here too, to make me sound better than I hopefully do, or I think I sound. Um, my wife will appreciate that too. Um, but but also, I just want to give, I just want to take a minute here if I can, just and just thank, the, the, first and foremost, my Savior, the Lord, Jesus Christ for the opportunity to be here at Nailnet. Uh, without him, I don't know if I'd be in this position and I'm just so thankful for where I'm at. Um, it was a journey getting here, but he definitely put me where I needed to be. So mm. I want to make sure I acknowledge him. Second, I want to reach out and say thank you to Brittany Wilson. Uh, she's the director of the SIS team and I just appreciate her trusting in me and giving me the opportunity to succeed and excel here with the organization. Um, and around her, she's built a really diverse, cohesive uh, leadership team that I've really relied on in, in my growth here at Nailnet, and they've really supported me. So in particular, I wanted to give a shout out to Chris Garrett, who's my mentor, and he was assigned to me really early on to kind of help me through some of the struggles and, and roadblocks or hurdles that we experience as new folks coming on board and how to navigate some of those challenges. So shout out to Chris. Um, I also want to shout out to Joe, uh, Joseph Brown. Uh, funny story was when I got hired on, I, there was two roles that Brittany was hiring for, the conversion team manager and the custom development team manager. And uh, I, I didn't get one of the roles, and Joe got the other role. And Joe, I got this random message on LinkedIn one day from a Joe Brown. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> and he was like, hey, Casey, like, congratulations on the role. Like, I was like, okay, cool, thanks. And, and you are? <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm Joe Brown. Like, I got the I got the role too. And I was like, well, cool. <laughs> and at that time, it was kind of funny because we weren't really sure. I mean, I needed to go and ask questions. I probably heard it, but I was too excited to get the offer. So I didn't really remember which role I got. I was just happy to be part of the team. <laughs> um, so when Joe was like, yeah, I'm on the custom team, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm on the conversion team. And so Joe and I started chatting it up and having a lot of um, camaraderie and really developing a relationship before we even came on board. And so big kudos to Joe for reaching out to me and developing that communication channel because 
and I always throw this, this is funny. I'm, I'm glad I get an opportunity to share this with the podcast, but, uh, in every interview we've done, you know, Joe and I helped each other out in our interviews very early on, just as, you know, new managers coming in, just making sure we feel comfortable and mm-hmm. supporting each other. And I always make sure I let people know that I started two weeks before Joe. So technically I'm his senior. Um, and, and we make sure that we say that every time, or I say that. And even if I miss it, Joe will make sure he's like, yes, yes, Casey's my senior. He's been here two weeks longer. So I started August 1st for the record and Joe started August 15th. So I just want to <laughs> make yes, sure. Let's keep the record straight. <laughs> just want to make sure that's out there um, for all the millions of listeners. I'm about to break records that are going to hear this podcast. I'm very humble, by the way, but I just want to make sure that, that y'all hear that. But um, so I appreciate those two gentlemen, you know, and the other leadership team members who helped guide me and help get me to where I'm at today. Uh, I also want to really give a big shout out to my team. I mean, mm-hmm. they are rock stars. I, mm-hmm. I cannot be where I'm at today without their professionalism, their dedication, their support. I, I mean, I came in here not knowing the system and, and what needed to be done, and they have carried me through the way. And so all kudos to them, all acknowledgement to them. They have really supported me and, and made me the manager, helped me be the manager I am today. So I'm really, really blessed with a superb rock star team. Uh, and then I would, be, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the people services department. I mean, mm. we got everyone from recruiting and, you know, Megan's been on recruiter when I brought on four new folks. I'll dive into that a little bit more later about the recruiting process and the four folks I brought on and kind of how that interview process looked. Um, but the onboarding process, you know, uh, mm. just meeting with Rachel and, and, you know, we're blessed to have you in the role you're in because... <gasps> You'll hear my, my answers later. I think I'm going to talk about a lot about the culture because that's just what really mm-hmm. sticks out to me. And I can't talk enough about it. Even when I get to the point where I'm in these interviews and the, the folks are asking me, you know, what do you like about Nelnet? The first thing immediately comes to mind, culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can work anywhere in IT, you can work anywhere in HR, finance, and it's all pretty much the same work. I mean, you know, give or take, right? But what really changes and what makes a company shine or makes a company fail is the culture and the people. And from the moment I walked through these virtual doors, so to speak, as a remote, um, I was embraced. And, you know, I told the, the, the story I kept telling the folks that were interviewing, I said, you hear a lot of times in interviews where folks say, yeah, we're a family, we care, we love you. And then you walk through the door and you look around and you're like, where is everyone? No one, I, I was kind of like... You know that, that scene where, I, I forget what movie is from, Pulp Fiction or whatever, the guy walks in, John Travolta, he looks around kind of like, what what's going on here? Like, you're looking for someone, right? And that's what I felt like with a lot of, not what I felt like, but that's what a lot of people feel like with a lot of organizations. Mm-hmm. That was complete contrary opposite here when I came to this organization. As soon as I walked in, I was like overwhelmed with love and support. And anywhere I turned, everyone's like, yes, how can we help you? Like, we will get you the resources you need or get you in touch with the folks that you need to talk to. And I was just blown away by that and I was like wow like this is a culture that I I didn't know existed to be honest with you it, I've been to other organizations and I'm in, and they've all had their their environment and it was supportive but knowing it takes it up a notch mm. speaking of that when I was really early on in my career uh, I was a teller at a bank and I used to have a client come in and she was very wealthy and successful and very early on she was kind of you know mentor me and give me little tips and tricks here and she told me if you want to be successful in your career, you need to hop jobs every two years. Get your experience hmm. and leave. And I was like, okay. You know, I was young and impressionable. I was like, okay, I get that. I didn't do that, but I could see how it makes sense. But if I had the opportunity to talk to her again, I'd be like, you probably felt that way because you haven't been at Nelnet. Mm. I was like, they are going to have to push me out this door <laughs> if, if they want me to leave because <laughs> I am here for the long haul. I, I don't... 
Yeah. So unless things drastically change, which I don't anticipate because any everything from you know, the support staff and the associates all the way up to senior leadership, I, I just I can't see the environment changing. We have such a stellar product and support group here that it's just amazing. Uh, I couldn't ask for anything more from an organization. And lastly, I want to make sure I shout out my wife, uh, Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her and my daughter, Sophia, we just had my daughter two years ago. Uh, they've really been my, my, my strength and, and my, my glue and sticky in, in the not so easy situations. Um, the, the really, what really holds things together. And so, you know, we've had a lot of growing pains as far as like, you know, just traversing the culture of, of growth and, and I guess just naturally progressing through life. And so when you're looking at uh, different opportunities and different roles and careers, um, you know, she's always been there and encouraged me and pushed me to do better. And so uh, without her, I wouldn't be as successful as I am today. So big shout out to my wife. And I thank mm. her for that. You know, I'm sure I left some people out today and, and, and I try my best to make sure I capture everyone. Uh, but if I forgot you, just know that I'm, I'm still thinking about you. And I'll probably say your name after this podcast is over and say, oh, darn, I'll reach out to you on the side and say, I'm, I forgot about you. And mm. I don't know, maybe Rachel or Tommy can put like a little excerpt at the bottom to say, in case you forgot these names, let's just go ahead and add these in here because he did care about y'all too. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, your comments just make me really happy coming you know, from the position I'm in, all those great comments about culture and how you want to stick around for the long haul. That makes me so excited to hear that. So Casey, that was awesome. Um, now we'll hop right into our questions. And the first question we got is, what made you choose MBS? Yeah, good question. Uh, I touched on it briefly, but my daughter's two when she was born in December of 2020. And during that time, my life changed. And I looked at her and I just said, you know, although my commute daily is pretty short, I was blessed with another close role at the time. Um, I wanted even more time with her. And so I looked at, you know, my wife and I talked about it and I said, I want to work somewhere remotely. I want somewhere where I can have more time, more quality time with my family and, and have the ability to support you too uh, when I'm on lunch breaks. I don't have to worry about traveling or commuting for my role, um, getting that time back in life. Because to me, the time is the only commodity in the world that's not replaceable. Um, so I want to make sure that I was maximizing my ability to be with my daughter and my wife. And so through that period, um, I actually took some family leave from my previous role and it just really opened my eyes. And I said, wow, I really love this, this environment I'm in where I can be here and support you guys. So I said, okay, I'm gonna start looking for a job. It's remote. And it was right in the, in the, the height of the pandemic, really. So I think we were all kind of had some, some remnants or some fear about what was out there and how we can catch it or how we can avoid it and so on and so forth. And so I think we all felt like there's no place, no safer place than home at the time. So I was like, okay, that's another reason for me to be home. And I want to be able to be there to provide for my family long-term. So I don't want to be exposed to anything unnecessarily. With that being said, I started looking online for roles and I was a manager at my previous organization. So I was like, okay, I'll look for another IT manager role. And through LinkedIn one day, I found this opportunity and I applied. And so I've, uh, Allie reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, we'd like to bring you in for an interview. And so I thought, fantastic. I can't wait. To, to meet the team. And I started doing research about Nelnet once I got the interview opportunity or the interview offer. And I just kept seeing the same theme and the same message over and over again when I was just, just randomly Googling things and looking at job review sites. And it just said, culture, culture, culture. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll read it and I'll, I'll take it with a grain of salt, but let me see what it's about. 
And when I had the opportunity, uh, the first interview I was with, uh, I was in was with Brittany Wilson, and she epitomized the culture. I was like, okay, I'm sold. I believe everything I see online now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way she presented herself, the way she embraced me, even as someone that wasn't even a part of the, the, the organization yet, and she didn't know if I was going to be a viable candidate or not. She still you know, emulated and, and put forth that culture that, that we embrace here and that we try to show and, and, and project outwards right and so for immediately when i saw that i was like okay i'm very interested now like first y'all have my attention now y'all got my full attention right mm-hmm. and so um after you know meeting with her i was blessed to get an opportunity to go the second round where i met with some other it managers on the team and uh i was, I was very fortunate to be offered the role and so it, it was just the whole experience was very captivating for me in, in the way that they communicated and how fast the process went and how smooth it was. I come from the public sector and I've been in four different school districts throughout my career where it is not uncommon to not hear from someone for six months. And then all of a sudden you get an email in your, in your inbox saying, Hey, we'd like to interview. And you're like, wait, who is this again? I mean, it's just the time has elapsed so much that you forgot who you even applied for because you're applying for so many roles. And so to have a totally different experience than that, it was just such a breath of breath of fresh air. And so you know, and, and as and as supportive as Brittany was and her philosophy aligned with mine, and I, even to this day, and when I talk to her and the team, I can really tell that when she chose her leadership team and she chose the people that are going to be on that team leading other folks, she picked a group that was diverse, but also essentially cut from the same cloth. We all have that servant leadership mindset. We're all there for our growth of our folks, and we all genuinely care about about them. Right. Because it, it, it's about them. And when eventually when you become a leader, if you're not caring about your folks and you're in it for the wrong reason. Mm. And so just seeing her emulate that and display that and project that early on was something like that's where I want to be. And and it wasn't like the, the, the shade was pulled over my eyes or curtain or wool or curtain was pulled over my eyes. When I came here, she's even been more supportive than that. And then the whole entire leadership team embraced me. And it's like, wow, I'm blown away with this amount of support. Like if I need anything, there are folks there just willing to help at a, a, a moment's notice and drop everything they have to support me. So those are the reasons why I chose MPS because after that experience, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm looking for and I'm blessed to be here. Well, we're definitely happy to have you. As someone who is still new to the company, what's one thing that surprised you so far about MBS? You know, it's funny you asked me this question because I also asked my new folks. I, I mentioned earlier I hired on new Forno folks, and I was like, "So, what do you guys think about the onboarding process?" Mm-hmm. And and what I hear is the resounding thing is that that is the best onboarding process I've ever been through. You oh, know, and, yes. and, pe- and people and people are like, "I've been through really dry ones where they sit there and make you watch a video or death by PowerPoint or whatever." And somehow y'all have found a way to encapsulate everything that's needed, but also be really engaging. And really drive that that cohesion very early on. I mean, I was talking with people and I've still had people actually today, someone messaged me from my original cohort and she was like, Hey Casey, we haven't talked in a long time, but how are you doing? And I'm just like, This is amazing. Like we don't work in anywhere near remote the same department or function. And you know, she's just pinging me like, How are you doing? You know, long time no talk. And I'm like, This is amazing. So what surprised me was the culture and then the trust and the caring, uh, the dedication to the associates. When you look at our, our onboarding program, you have Jumpstart. And whether you're a seasoned veteran, super knowledgeable in IT, or you, you don't know a thing about computers, the team will get you to where you need to be to be successful with the technology we leverage day in and day out. And so 
for some folks, it might be like, okay, cool, I got that. Other folks, I'm like, this is great. And so there are so many tools that we use and so many awesome systems that we leverage day to day that you really want to be exposed to them early on. And the team does a good job of getting you there. The reason why people here are so long, in my opinion, is because of the culture. And mm. I would be hard pressed to find a culture that rivals this one. And I'm not going to start looking to find it either. <laughs> so Casey, is there anything you wish you would have known earlier in your onboarding experience? You know, I was sitting there trying to think of what I would like to know earlier. And I was like, there is nothing. Like I literally, I typed on my, I took the notes here and I have my little bullet points. And the only thing that my bullet point says is no, I can't say there is. <laughs> and I just, I put that, you know, I kind of touched on it earlier, but the onboarding experience was so masterfully choreographed and, and it was, it was almost like an elegant dance that just captivated <laughs> all the participants. Right. And the the recruiting the onboarding team they compiled such an amazing agenda that shared all the necessary information but also created an environment where we were all participating and engaging so it wasn't dull it wasn't dry it wasn't boring you weren't disconnected you were very much involved and everything that they talked about and discussed and it was all relevant right and it wasn't just like some ancillary stuff where you're like what is this about no everything was applicable and things that i still use to this day and so I look at some of the things I click on on my daily workload or, or, or life and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember learning this and I'm glad I learned this there because it's one less thing I have to bug potentially my colleagues or someone else about. And so mm. super, super streamlined. I, I've had a, one of my new folks I hired was a former teacher and he's like, I've been through so many onboarding programs, like, you know, beginning of the year stuff. And he's like, I've never seen a program this polished or this clean. And I was like, I tried to tell you when I hired you, I tried to tell you that's why you need to come here. And so yes. he was like, you were right. You were right. So, so no, I can't think of anything that was missed during that, that onboard experience. Well, I definitely love to hear that. Uh, credit where credit is due. Susan Staub, she did retire earlier this year, but she put all of her blood, sweat and tears into that onboarding process and she made it into what it is today. So Susan, I don't know if you follow the show still. I hope you do because you deserve all the credit for that. Excellent work, Susan. So I know that your answer, if this were a yes or no question, would be 100% yes. But I want to know the how behind you've been able to do this. How have you been able to build good relationships with your coworkers and other associates here at NBS? And I want to take a second to go back and, and, and give a kudos to Susan as well. Mm -hmm. I remember my first day I started, um, my t I had some issues with technologists initially, and she was the most patient, caring, uh, receptive person I could have worked mm -hmm. with. And she was like, we'll get it taken care of. No worries. Just, you know, hop on where you can, hop on your phone. Here's another option, right? She was just so, you would think she was an expert in, in technology, and, and she may be. I don't know. I'm not trying to take credit <laughs> from her. But the way she navigated the challenges was so so professional and so nimble with her approach. I was like, wow, like, mm. okay, I got to step my game up. I mean, y'all are really <laughs> setting the bar high here. Um, but, you know, to go back to your question about building good relationships with coworkers and associates, you know, I think initially just reaching out. I think when I came in and again, I, I sound like I'm, I'm broken record on, on, you know, talking about it over and over again, but the culture, <laughs> mm. um, I, I wasn't afraid to ask questions because of what was so early cultivated and, and what the environment that was fostered around me. Um, and so I just learned to embrace it and I was immediately exposed to it. So because of that, I didn't have any fear of reaching out, asking questions or sounding 
you know, dumb or whatever. Right. And so some mm-hmm. people I think just initially are hesitant because they don't want to ask the wrong question or feel like they should know something. I was like, nah, y'all, where do I clock in? Y'all, someone need to tell me, you know, like <laughs> I was very, very relaxed in that environment because of what I was, uh, you know, exposed to very early on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everyone just, everyone that I've uh, worked with, everyone was extremely helpful and friendly. There wasn't one person that was like, Oh, I don't have time for you. Oh, come back later. It felt like, I, I, I mean, I know our folks at the at Nelnet do their jobs, but it almost felt like people were sitting around waiting for me to ask them questions. Cause as soon as I asked them questions, they're like, yeah, I'll help you right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry for bugging you. You know, I know you have work to do, but they're like, Nope, you're the priority. We're going to work with you right now. And I was like, wow. So when people reach out to me now, I try to, I try to, I try to do the same thing to them. I'm like, yep, I'll stop what I'm doing now and, and dedicate my time to you because at the end of the day, the work is going to be there and the work is going to get done, right? We're, we're going to make sure it's done, but we care about the folks. If the folks are cared about, then the folks know that they also can contribute to that same environment later. So Casey, what is one piece of advice you would give to an associate who's been here for a few years to help them understand the experience of a new associate and how to best help them? You know, when I was deployed back in 08 or 09, uh, my commander at the time, my battalion commander, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Hendricks, and I know she got the quote from somewhere and then I, I I don't want to do disservice and not giving the right person the right, you know, acknowledgement for their quote. So hopefully you guys can help me find that or I'll ping you later, Rachel, with the name. But she shared a really important, uh, really moving statement to me. And she always said, or at least to the, to the group, she said, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And I think that we're in such a rush these days with technology and cutting edge and bleeding edge and, you know, being on the edge of everything, right? Implementing everything. I think sometimes it's important just to take a step back and just say, what are we doing? What are we doing really well? And how can we improve that? And so for, for, you know, a leader or associate who's been here for a few years to help them a new associate, take a step back. You know, it's really fun and exciting to talk about all the cool new things we have, but also what are we just rock stars at? And we have a lot, we have a laundry list of things we're rock stars at. And so slow is smooth and smooth is fast. So really embrace that, that individual, tell them how much cool stuff we have, but also build that foundation. Yes, I love that. And speaking of that new associate, one other piece of advice I'd like to get from you is what advice would you give to someone who is just starting with NBS and is working to get their bearings or start feeling connected to their new coworkers and job? Get connected immediately. I mean, there are so many different groups we have, whether they're book clubs or game clubs or uh, you know, I talked about the Vel- the Nelnet veteran community earlier, uh, the Beacon. Uh, by the way, shout out to my boy Joe. He just did a great interview on Beacon uh, for Black History Month. So if you haven't heard that, do yourself a favor and go listen to that. Great job, Joe. Um, but that's just one of the ways to get connected, right? And that's one of the ways that you can continue to expose yourself to more folks outside of just your, your nucleus, outside of your silo. And so really try to take yourself outside of the silo. It's so easy so often to get caught up um, in what your world is, but try to understand that there's so much more going on around you and how each piece of the puzzle plays together to make this beautiful picture mm-hmm. and, and how everyone is overlapping and how we're all working together as a team. I was thinking about it before. It's it's so much like a, like a football team. I'm using another sports analogy here, or but you know, there's the receivers and the linemen and the, the running backs and everyone has their roles and their jobs. And if someone is not fulfilling that role or job, they're hurting the team. But if everyone is operating on the high level and all the cylinders are, are clicking and, and firing at the right time, you have a really, really polished product. And so mm-hmm. to help get those people engaged, help them be exposed to more than just what their role is 
help them understand what's out there and what, what other people are doing to contribute to the success of this team. And as we're striving for that, that beautiful, um, that beautiful picture, that beautiful image, right. And, or in some senses that, um, that Super Bowl championship, you know, I mean, we're, we're going, we're going for the ship and we're not going to be stopped. And so uh, I like to call myself sometimes when I'm, when I'm trying to paint these analogies or these metaphors, I like to call myself, um, uh, Casey, Casey back go. Um, so, you know, I, I like to think of myself as I'm sitting here and painting a picture on my wall of like what the roadmap or what all the different areas look like. And so if you can try to paint yourself a picture of how everything connects and the resources you have out there, number one, acknowledge those resources, get engaged with those resources, but number two, just absorb them. You know, when you jump in, it can feel overwhelming because there's so many different groups I was involved in, but I just, I've been kind of a, like a lurker almost, right? Like a fly on the wall <laughs> on some of these groups, uh-huh. but I'm just, I'm just getting to know what everyone's talking about and getting to see what they're doing. And then, you know, the leaders of those groups set up coffee hours and they set up, you know, other engagements where you can go. And so work with your leadership to find times to go and be a part of those different things. And you may be exposed to a whole new world that you didn't even know existed. And next thing you know, you may find yourself in that team potentially. Right. And so continue to, get involved and be comfortable uh, sharing things that you think would bring more value to this organization. And mm-hmm. I think that's where we really excel is we really, we really enable the individual to contribute on a high level. And that goes back to when the senior leadership came and asked us in the, like, I think the 90 day engage mm-hmm. meeting we had, like, what do you guys see? What do you guys, what do you guys like? You know, like that's genuine feedback that they're taking and getting and help formulate and mold this program to help get those new associates up to speed and in and, and the game, so to speak, more mm-hmm. more quickly and, and and make that impact that we brought them on for. Because I, I look around now and that I'm just so impressed with the talent we have here. And it's it's really mind blowing <laughs> how much how much talent we have here. It's like mm-hmm. we were like a, a, a diamond mine. I think at some point if you know we're gonna be mined for resources here because we have so much gems in this in this nail net cave. <laughs> so I mean we are a plethora of experience and, and knowledge. But just get engaged. That's the main point of what I was trying to say. So we had a lunch and learn earlier today with Mark Schillmuller, who is the director of operations for Fax Ed, and his topic was networking. And so much of what you said was what he also was encouraging people to do as a result of going to that lunch and learn, getting engaged, getting connected, reaching out to people, asking questions. So uh, I just love that that's being reinforced in our podcast episode today. That's so great. But Casey, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today and just talking about your experience as a new person. Uh, it sounds like you are basically settled and <laughs> you say, hey, I'm here. I'm staying. You can't get me out. <laughs> so we're, we're excited that you're here. Look, they better bring a forklift and a, and, a, and, and, a, and a firefighter team or something to get me out because I am I am planted in this chair and I am locked in. Like, I I haven't felt this passionately about an organization before, and, and I think this just is a, a demonstration of or a result of what I've been exposed to. And I just I hope to be, and I, I'm trying my best to be a part of that that experience too for the new folks so mm-hmm. although there was a bit of nerves coming on to this this podcast today <laughs> in full transparency you know i felt like this was my opportunity to step up and share my experience so hopefully it makes an impact to someone else yeah absolutely i'm sure it has so thanks again for coming on the show today we really appreciate it and a huge thank you to all of our listeners as well we're just so glad that you keep coming back and listening to our episodes so that wraps it up for today 
Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs>